and welcome back. You're hearing my voice, which can only mean one thing. It's another magical episode of The Coven. This is your host, Ashley, the Warrior Witch, and joining me today is... Bailey. And... Sam. Hello there. This just means there's something new bubbling in the cauldron this week. We have a very interesting topic that has been fun to um, follow the last couple weeks, and it is all about T.I. and things we should and should not admit to, but, you know, he... Doesn't really follow those rules, I guess. For those who have been living under a rock these last couple of weeks, um, T.I. was on a podcast where he admitted to g- making yearly appointments with his daughter to go to the gynecologist so he can make sure she's still a virgin. Yikes. Well, I yeah. mean, it's not even necessarily a check of virginity. He was just like, where is your hymen? Which is not even, like, a valid no. way of determining anything. No. So. He forces his daughter. <laughs> I can't think of anything besides to scream. I'm yes, sorry. You're fine. It's so gross. He forces his daughter to sign the little waiver that lets them talk to the parents. Because, you know, HIPAA, you don't have to let people... Doctors aren't supposed to talk about your private stuff unless you give them permission. And the doctor has warned him several times that that is not a way to make sure she's not having sex. Because, you know, you can ride a bike and bust your hymen. Mm-hmm. There's a thousand ways. Um, but, you know, he doesn't care. He said he knows his daughter. So Yeah, he was like, I know what she does. She doesn't play sports. She's not allowed to do this. She is not allowed to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, T.I.'s daughter, blink twice if you need help. Are you okay? Yeah. Because it sounds like like he doesn't let her do anything. Yeah, I was going to say, like, he was like, she doesn't play sports. She doesn't ride horses. She doesn't ride bikes. Is that because she doesn't want to? Or is that because you're like, this might break your hymen, and I need to know that you're a virgin, so I'm not going (laughs) to let you? Because that's what it seems like. I think he's too dumb to realize, though, that those things can break your hymen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The doctor was like, this is how it works. And he was like, I know you lying to me because I'm T.I. Oh, T. <laughs> yeah. And keep in mind, those listening, this is his child that is 18 years old, and he has been doing this since she was like 16. It was the day after her 16th birthday that he started it. Yes. Like, like he was like, Happy birthday. I'm so glad you made it to 16. This is such a pivotal age in your life, and things are going to start. Like, doors are going to start opening up for you, and I need to make sure that you're not having sex. Yeah, you're not opening that door up. Like, look, T.I. She's a grown woman. Yeah, first of all, she's a grown woman. Second of all, I don't know where this, like, idea that dads should be so protective over their daughters comes from. No. Because, like, I know my dad did that to me. Like, do y'all remember that song that's like, I'll be up all night, still cleaning this gun. Yes. Like, that song? He used to play that for me when I was, like, eight. I was like, okay, first of all, dad, I don't like boys, but you don't know that yet. Second of all, dad. <laughs> second of all, dad, I'm eight. <laughs> It's a really, like, creepy thing that I think we see a lot nowadays in society is this over, especially towards daughters. There's, like, yeah. this double standard because even T.I., his son, who's, like, 15, I think, right now, he, I think his name's King. First off, he named his son King. Whatever. That's a whole different topic. Said, anyway, we're not going to roast you for that today. a whole different podcast, no. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a whole podcast on people who name their kids dumb things, but whatever. Um, so many examples. But he openly talks about having sex. And Tia's like, that's cool. That's fine. He's my son. But your daughter, heaven forbid, she goes out and has fun and does what she wants. Oh, yeah. And I like, mean, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, 
it's one thing if he was like, I want to start taking her to the gynecologist so she can know what's going on and her body, like, she feels comfortable there. Yes. Because that's fully valid. But being like, I'm taking you to the gynecologist not because I care about your health, but because you can't have sex. Like, yeah. Like, that's gross. First off, that's her body and it's her business what mm-hmm. she's doing with it. And also, wouldn't it make more logical sense to be like, hello, daughter? You will probably have sex at some point in your life. Yeah. So, here are all the ways to do it safely. And here are all the ways to be, like, yeah. to make good decisions about it. So that your body is, like, you don't get pregnant by accident. And you are, like, healthy. And yes. you can, like, avoid STIs. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. But instead he's like, I will just take you to the gynecologist. Yeah. It especially makes me angry that he, like, didn't do the same for his son. No. Yeah. Because, like, I know... For a fact that something similar happened with me, I remember when my brother turned 16, um, he was, like, or it wasn't when he turned 16, but he was 16 when he, like, went on spring break. Yeah. And um, one of my parents gave him, um, like, condoms uh-huh. because they were like, wait, we know what you're up to. Um, but I do remember shortly after I turned 16, my mom was talking to me. She's like, well, you better not be having sex. And I was like, this is, like, I love my mom. And I'm sure at the time she didn't mean anything of it, but it definitely was a double standard that I noticed, like, immediately when she told me that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's not what you told my brother, but whatever. It's so not fair. Like, and I feel like it gives, like, girls is like, especially when it comes to things like sex, like, oh, I'm not supposed to be the, like, mm-hmm. I feel like it gives them a complex. Like, oh, guys can get away with all this stuff, yeah. but I'm not allowed to. Like, it sort of yeah. plays into slut shaming because it's yeah. like, if guys have sex with a bunch of different women, it's like, hey, that's cool, dude. He's a player. It's but if fine. a girl has sex with a bunch of guys, she's, like, gross. She's gross or like, she's a whore. Oh. Or they say that her vagina is loose or whatever, which is a myth also. Legitimately. Hymens and loose vaginas are myths. I can tell you a perfect example was sex ed in my high school. They had this big shoe, and they made every single guy in the sex ed class put the shoe on. And then they handed it to a girl... And they were like, this is what a girl is like when she has sex with a bunch of different guys. No one wants to put their foot in the shoe anymore. That's they disturbing. Like, and the girl, like, cried. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really do anything no. like that. Like, we didn't do an exercise like that in my school. But um, my quote-unquote sex ed when I was in, like, the eighth grade was my uh, gym teacher yelling at us and telling us that if we have sex, we're giving a piece of ourselves to someone and we will never get it back that's so weird yeah and it was weird because she only addressed the girls when she said that she said girls one day you will give a piece of yourself to someone and you will never get it back as if like having sex means that you're going to like remove one of your appendages and give it to someone oh but guys and they will keep it that. in the lockbox yeah Here no she never addressed yeah. And you get to keep it for it. Like, that's yeah. not how She never addressed the guys. I'm pretty sure at one point, too, she did address the guys and say, and one day, like, you will take this piece of someone, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's so, that's like, so I funny. remember even being in eighth grade and being like, what did she just say to me? Like, what? Honestly, if you ever want to hear the troubles of sex ed in America, watch John Oliver's sex education video. That's <laughs> grand. Some people do, like, the shoe thing, but they do it with tape. Yeah, and, like, it stops getting sticky. And they're like, mm-hmm. "This is a girl who's been yeah. with five different guys," and yeah. I'm like, "Chill." They also Ew. like pass. An, I've also heard sometimes that they'll pass like an Oreo around or something, and I don't think they have everybody lick it, but they do something like that where everybody touches it, and then like they it gets to the end, and they're like, "Yeah, nobody wants to eat that Oreo now." 
I'd still eat the Oreo. And I was like, first of all, that's an Oreo. <laughs> I'd eat the Oreo. Eat the Oreo. Like, don't be... Like, nope. as long as you don't wash like your that. hands, then yeah, I'm gonna yeah. eat it. Exactly. You think so, I care? <laughs> so, yeah. And I also feel like that plays a role in, like, equating women to objects. Yeah. We are a piece of tape. We are a shoe. We are an Oreo. We aren't, like, regular human Which, beings I f- who have sex lives yes. and, like, should do what we want to do because we are literally grown people. And it yeah. doesn't help that a lot of little girls grow up being treated almost like an object by their own fathers. That's true. Because yeah. they're, like, this prized little protection thing that, like, oh, I have to protect you. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything. You can't date. You can't... Oh, you, you you can't, can't date. You can't stay out past no. a certain time. Mm-hmm. You like, have to be this, 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 and this. You're gonna do this, 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 and this. Um, but you know, my son can just walk around and do whatever yeah. he wants, and it's fine. Yeah, I know. Um, like I said, I did mention that that song. That's like I'll still be cleaning this gun. Yes, and so like I don't know my. My dad never said anything like that to my brother. I know. No. Uh, um, I also think it's gross, like, if we're just talking about that, because um, they even have onesies, like, talking about, like, don't talk to my daughter and stuff. Like, I found this onesie. <clears throat> it says, lock up your sons. My daddy has guns. And it has a gun on it. This is, like, a onesie, like, for, a, like, a baby. That's so... Like, that's a so baby! Funny. Like... Like, why are we automatically put, like, first of all, putting, like, these sexual standards on babies? Yeah, that's weird. Second of all, why are we, like, threatening people with gun violence? Because we are so protective of There's daughters. so many of those. Like, you see the shirts that say, guns don't kill people, dads with pretty daughters do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see uh, the rules for dating my daughter on t-shirts, mm-hmm. and I'm like... The D-A-D-D, Dads Against Daughters Dating. Which is so stupid. It's like, you just want her to be, like, alone forever? Like, what? I mean, and if someone doesn't want to date, that's fine. But also, like, that shouldn't be up to, No, it's not their choice. Yeah, like, that's your decision. Yeah. So. And a lot of that is so, like, heteronormative. It's like, oh, my daughter is going to like guys. Yeah. So, I'm alone. Yeah. And scare the guys away. That's part of what I mentioned earlier, because, like, my lesbian self, my dad was telling me that when I was 10. I didn't know yet, but then, like, when I started to question it, I was like, oh, but these are all the things that people have always told me. Like, you know, I'm not fitting into that. Mm -hmm. So it definitely is heteronormative, and it's, like, a weird thing to try to undo and unlearn. Especially because, like, (laughs) let's be real. The reason it's so heteronormative that if you start threatening other go- dads' daughters, mm-hmm. those dads are there's it don't just be a headlock exactly. war yeah. because you're threatening other people's daughters. Yeah, because they, it's almost like they see it as like property, you know. Yeah. They're like, wait, you just threatened my daughter with a gun, but then <coughs> he's gonna threaten your daughter with a gun. It's mm-hmm. just yeah. it's a cycle at that yeah. point. And yeah. then you know, sons, it's like, oh, it's fine. That's fine. It's well, like, it's like do whatever you if want. If your daughter comes home and she's like, I have a girlfriend, the last thing you need to do is be like, you can't date my daughter, I have a gun. You shouldn't yeah. do that with anyone, but no. like, <clears throat> no one's going to do that to like a, another female. No. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, so why are you doing that to, to a boy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just weird. There's so many issues with it. Yes. <laughs> so we were looking at pictures before we started and we saw one yeah. that was a prom photo. Oh, yes. And in absolutely. the background, it's this girl and this Guy, they're going to prom, oh, a school dance. I assumed it was prom. It looked promised to me. 
and at the in the background her dad's there like loading a gun or like cleaning it or something and i'm like if i was that boy's mother i'd have big issues with that yeah like you're not gonna playfully threaten my son with a gun because i will go mama bear on you yeah and i will hurt you there was like a girl at my high school that did that with her dad and she put like she also posed with like guns for her prom pictures and i was like i don't understand this like why would you want your dad to like threaten the guy you're going to prom yeah i'd be like honestly i'd look at my son be like you're not going with her simple as that i'm Mm -hmm. sorry to be but like like what if he is what if dad her dad is that crazy yeah like "Mm." even if it's like supposed to be funny and even if your daughter thinks it's funny it's like does she think it's funny because she actually thinks it's funny, or does she think it's funny because she's so used to it? Yeah, like, it's that playful, like, from, at least, like, I know some girls don't have overprotective fathers, mm-hmm. but as someone who did, whose yeah. dad isn't even really a part of, like, I have an overprotective dad who isn't a part of my life. I Okay, yeah, I feel that, too, because, like, when I was younger, um, my dad was really really overprotective but like now I won't even speak to him for months at a time because like here's the thing he would be overprotective but then he would still treat me terribly because he was like I want to see you as an object but and like own you and like be protective of you because I made you in your mind but I don't want to give you like respect as a human being so like I don't like I don't speak to my father if that tells y'all anything, like, he he did all of this stuff and told me that he would, like, sh- clean his gun all night or whatever and play that song for me. I don't even think he owns a gun, but whatever. And, <laughs> or he might now, but he didn't at the time. I know. And, but now he doesn't even want to give me, like, basic human, like, respect. And that's why I don't speak to him. Yeah. So, it's very interesting how that works. Like, we don't want, like, we value women. Like, fathers will value their daughters. But not necessarily as humans, no. just as objects, just as property, just as a thing. Mm-hmm. It's so. kind of like, also, this is a weird example, but it's kind of like, you know how, like, Disney stars, they're always like, oh, they get all crazy after they leave Disney. Yes. It's sort of like, because they have, like, so many rules. Mm-hmm. It's yes. like, if you put all these rules on your kid, mm-hmm. you're going like, to break them. Yeah, they're going to break them, and then you're going to get mad. I had a very, like, good relationship with my dad, and he wasn't overprotective, Mm -hmm. and all of my, like, my dating life was bad, but that was because of who I was dating, but, like, Mm -hmm. my dad was never like, you can't date anyone ever. He was always just like, well, as long as they respect you, then, Mm -hmm. like, that's fine. That's your choice. I'm not going to tell you who you can and can't date. Yeah. And so now I am very free and willing, and I'm like, okay, I'll date whoever I feel like dating, Mm -hmm. and I have no issue with it, Mm -hmm. but I know other people that are like, oh, my dad won't like them, and it's like, why does that matter? Yeah, you like them. See, my dad. Oh, I only hear. (laughs) I feel that. I only hear from him about two to four times a year. Typically Valentine's Day and my birthday, Mm -hmm. which are like a month apart. Yeah, like my birthday's in March. Valentine's Day is obviously in February. So like, hear from him twice in that like gap, and then nothing. Last Valentine's Day, he sent me a text in a group chat with my other sisters. This, like, long spiel about Valentine's Day and ended with, just remember, no man will ever love you like your father loves you. And I just was like, wait, what? I, it took me a minute. I had to, like, go back and reread it because I'm like, what are you taught? Like, what? Yeah. You're not even around. Yeah. 
And, I'm like, and that's just also a weird thing to say. Say to someone. Like, it's one thing if you're like, oh, like, I love you a lot. Yeah. But, like, being like, no man will ever love you as much as I love you mm-hmm. is sort of just, like, creepy. Yeah, that's yeah. really weird. I'm like, it made me uncomfortable. I actually yeah. wrote a poem about my dad this year for, like, a class, and I included that line in there because I'm like, this kind of freaks me out, actually. Yeah, it's weird. And that reminds me um, of something else that I think is really weird is, like, the idea of, like, father-daughter dances because, like, you go with your dad, like as your date? Yeah. Which, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into that. But I think that's weird. But you don't really see that with mothers and sons. No. Mm-mm. Now, see, my sister's preschool, they did dad's night and mom's night. Yeah. So, like... I feel like if that's you do, okay. like, both, it's yeah. not weird. Yeah. But if you only do one, it is kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. You do, like... And, like, they did... <clears throat> now, it was a whole gender stereotype thing. My mom was always mad because my little sister's dad wasn't around at the time. So her and my grandfather would take her to the dad's night. The dads got, like, an Olympic night. Mm-hmm. And the women had a chores night. Like, you did these that's games that were so chores. That's so weird. That is really weird. My um, niece, she her dad died when she was, like, born. Yeah. And so... The closest thing to a father figure she has is my dad, uh-huh. and so she and she gets like so sad because her school does a father daughter dance every year, Aww. and she didn't have anybody to go with her. So my mm-hmm. dad started going with her, but she like cries every year at the dance because she doesn't have a dad to go with her, and she's like, "I'm here with my grandpa and not my dad," mm-hmm. and it's like that's really sad. <laughs> like, exactly, you normalize it so much that it's like your dad has to be around. Yeah, that yeah. like. Even if it's not an overprotective dad and it's just an a absent dad, dad yeah. like that's st- like it's all like toxic and like, that so and ways. some people, some people have two moms. Yeah, some true. people are raised by their grandparents. That's true. I can relate to that because like my dad was technically around when I was younger, but like I said, he never treated us well. Yeah, and there was like some stuff for a minute where he didn't have custody of us and he didn't have like the right to see us or anything. Um, so it was pretty much just my mom who worked full time. Yeah. And, like, worked nights and stuff. And, like, my grandparents raising us. So my mom would always do her best to make it to, like, the mom's day and stuff. Mm-hmm. But my dad was never at the dad's day. And it was always my grandpa. And people would always, like, ask me about that. And I was like, well, no, like, I still have a dad technically, like, you He's know, technically. He's just not really around. And when you place, like, this idea, especially, I think, on girls, that, like, they have to have their dad around. And, like, you know, have to have this, like, good relationship with your dad. And he has to be protective of you and... You know, you are your dad's property and stuff. And if you don't have, like, that relationship, they also make you, like, feel weird about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, (coughs) I think we also, like, honestly see this overprotective dad stereotype also in, like, TV shows. Oh, yeah. So much. So I was actually, I meant to link it to our outline because (laughs) I'd seen it again. I see it, like, ever so often. It's from the show Blackish. Which I love, like, I enjoy that show. I yeah, think it's, it's a funny. Grownish is good too. I highly recommend. I haven't seen Grownish yet, but Blackish is really good. And Mixedish, I want to, because I relate to that, because mm-hmm. I'm mixed. So I'm like, I want to watch that eventually mm-hmm. too. Um, but he finds out his son, like, the mom's kind of like appalled on it about everything. Like, because he finds out, like, Junior, their son, their older, older son, walks in and he's like strutting, and dad's like, he's having sex. And he's like, yes, I gotta take him out for ice cream, and I gotta do all this stuff. And then 
the mom's like, you didn't do that for Zoe. I think that's her name. The oldest daughter. The oldest out of all of them. And he's like, she's not having sex. It's fine. I'm like, she's like, you think she's not having sex. And he's, and then he goes into like shock. And he mm-hmm. just, and it's like, oh, so he gets ice cream and like a whole celebration. And yeah. she gets this blank look of like, like what? Mm-hmm. Like upset. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, like, looking back, even, like, when we were, like, growing up with kids, there was always that, like, overprotective dad character. Mm -hmm. Always on, like, TV shows and on, like, movies and stuff, for sure. Like, and I feel like that plays a part in making it so normal. Yeah. That they're like, oh, well, this character puts up with it, so I should put up with it, too. Yeah. It's like every show with a, like... Right, like family dynamic of some kind almost always has like a dad and a daughter and the dad is like way too protective of her mm-hmm. and wow. even in shows like they're never as protective of like the son if there's a son and it's like really weird mm-hmm. like the most okay the example that comes to my mind is a very weird one and it's just <laughs> because my dad really likes this movie and I watched it last time I got home but it was bl- it's blended with Adam Sandler I have a lot of issues with that movie. It's a weird movie. It's, like, got a lot of problems. But (laughs) one of the main things I remember from it is, like, he has a daughter who's, like, never had a boyfriend. She's, like, 16. She feels, like, really bad because she likes tomboy clothes and, like, everyone makes fun of her. And because they're, like, oh, she's a lesbian. And she's, like, no, I'm not. But, like, I don't know how to, like, say I'm not. And eventually, like, they go on this, like, family vacation, and she meets this boy on the trip, and she likes him, and he likes her, and they start dating. And he, like, screams at the boy that likes her, and he's like, you leave her alone, you don't talk to her. But then, like, his son has a crush on a girl, and he's like, ah, cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Like, even, like, so this is a really, like, probably terrible example. I think of Despicable Me. Because, <laughs> like, first one, he doesn't even... He doesn't even like, like, he doesn't want the kids. He was kind of just using them. Mm-hmm. He adopts them. In the second movie, which it hasn't been that long since the first movie, heaven forbid his daughter have a crush on a boy yeah. and hang out with a boy. He's like, no! Who's Avery? Is Avery a girl? Is it a boy? And I'm like, chill out, dude. Mm-hmm. You didn't even want them originally. Calm down. But, like, so even, like, yeah. little kids' movies that are, like, because, like, okay, I saw it because I have a little sister. Not like I'm, like, Despicable Me, too, actually. <laughs> okay. No shame, though, because... Honestly, though, if you were a Despicable Me, Stan, I, I would I would support you. My dad's so. two favorite movies are Shrek and just the Minions movie. I'd never and seen the Minions. Like, he is a 55-year-old man. That's so, so funny. So, there is no shame. But there's... <laughs> At even, all. If you even, like, Google the overprotective dad stereotype there's like just movies and movies you can there's literally an imbd tab yeah that's overprotective dads yeah and there's thousands of movies listed like mm-hmm. and i'm looking through one of the lists now and the only one i can find where it's overprotective over a son is finding nemo but that's because of trash it's a fish and it's a tra- like his, yeah his wife and all his other children died in front of him this is yeah. the only family he has left i i, like, I kind of get that one and it's not like oh nemo can't date yeah he's like nemo, nemo don't do something we don't dangerous. want you to get killed we, yeah nemo we don't want you to get eaten or taken well, you don't then, listen to me, but okay. At the end of the movie, he even is like, he, you did this dangerous thing the first time you went to school. 
and now I'm going to let you go back to school because it's important that you go to school. Yeah. Like, he wasn't like, well, now you can't go to school anymore. He's like, okay, I got my son back. I'm going to go back to the normal life we were living, and I'm going to let him do what is best for him. And you're like, so oh. it's like, it's a weird, it's a weird example. Because <laughs> it's it Finding is. Nemo. But, like, it's still, like, mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Ugh. And I think the thing is, like, even with, like, we are talking about the gun song that mm-hmm. clean your like even at the should end should we play a clip of it can we do that I don't know there's there might like be copyright, copyright. Oh, yeah so if probably we only not. play like a certain amount of it I think we'll ask we'll ask <laughs> um but even at the end he's like oh I'm just kidding you'll understand if you ever have a daughter I'm like you're just like pushing it forward yeah, yeah it's exactly. okay like, like okay. we pass it on my dad's not overprotective but if I got into a relationship with someone and heaven forbid I ever had a child and that child happened to be a girl if the person I married was like well she can't date I'd be like no yes she can I'll be if like yes yeah, no as long as he respects her it's or if he or she protects her er, what was I saying whoever they date, date. <laughs> whoever as they long date as they, they have respect for her. my daughter then that's fine. And they're not using her, and they don't cheat on her, because if they if someone cheats on my child, there's going to probably yeah. be an issue. <laughs> um, I feel like I don't relate as much, because I don't like children, and I don't want them, but I agree that we should just generally, yeah. like, hope that the people yeah. who this is are a dating major people are being, like, I do respected. Not want I mean, yeah. I, want, <laughs> I want to push that out there. I want kids far in the future, but, like, I'm like, if the, my husband was like, oh, she can't date. Oh, but our son, so our son can't date either? No, he's fine. I'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, no. Even playing field for everything. I would be like, okay, well, then I'm going to get her, like, a... I'll, relationship by the end of the night. I'll I'm be gonna, like, I'm gonna make her a dating app. We're gonna find her we're somebody. Gonna get, <laughs> can you imagine your parents making you like a bumble? Okay, that would be really problematic. Yeah, that no, would don't be do that. No. I'll be like, you know what? No, she wants to. I'll be like, I will set up a little cute little like date with I'll like email my her friend's teacher child. and be like, does she have a crush on anyone? Find out for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably so bad. That also. would be, but okay, also, uh, everything I just suggested is problematic. It is joke. problematic. It's a joke. But the point is, we, we, we won't put up with We're that. We're poking yeah. fun, like, at the idea here. Yeah. yeah like I want I wanted just to clarify. So yeah. no one's like, oh, if Sam has a kid, she's going to make it a bumble, because I'm not doing that. <laughs> but, like, even, like, even, like, apparently Dracula, if you look at Hotel Transylvania, oh my God, even right. Dracula is, like, <laughs> the guy who's supposed to be this evil, like being that like attacks people even he's like daughter no outside yeah no she's a vampire she got super strength she gonna be all right he sets up a whole village with zombies to make her think people human humans are bad like that's a whole new level (laughs) that is like that is the dracula equivalent of if you come to my house i will shoot you if you're dating my daughter (laughs) He does. <laughs> I will say he didn't threaten the boy. Well, he kind of did, but not as... He said he like wouldn't drink from him because yeah. humans are fatty. But, you know, something like that. What the heck? Don't. It was, but it's like, why is this... Like... I just want to say... He said, 
I just don't even know what to say No, anymore. I just want to save T.I.'s daughter. Like, she needs help. I she even, too. like, her Twitter, she was even liking tweets that were like, he's a toxic man and he treats her poorly. Yeah, she, she knows. Like, she didn't retweet any of them, but some of them, like, someone would... She liked. Yeah, or, she liked all of them. Because she hasn't really spoken out about this since yeah. it came out. But if he's forcing her to sign documentation that he's that's, allowed I, to have her health... Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. He, yeah. Well, I'm sure it is, too, but he probably is overbearing in so many ways oh, that she ways. doesn't feel safe talking speaking no, out about yeah. it. She has unfollowed him from all social media, though. She's probably, like, she's 18. She's probably like, trying to get away that, from That, and him. now it's out. She's like, okay, like, yeah. this is my this is my door. Yeah. And guess yeah. what he's been doing during this whole fiasco? He's on vacation with his girlfriend. T.I. is so... He he's, also... Okay, I have a personal qualm with T.I. because I love Iggy Azalea so much. <laughs> Iggy. And he, like, he used to, like, he had her signed his label, and he used to, like, work with her, and since she has left his label, all he has done is bash her in her career and say, like, signing her was the worst thing I ever did to my career. Working with her was the worst thing I ever did to my career. And she has come out and said he had no, inf- like, he didn't help her with anything but one song. The last song he had that even made it in the top 200s on Billboard was a song with her. So I don't know how that hurt his career any. It probably was the only thing that kept him relevant. And the only thing that I've heard about T.I. in the past five years is, all oh, T.I. did this gross thing and everyone's mad about it. So it's like yeah. he's, he's acting he's like... And he acts like he owns Iggy Azalea and he, the reason that she's successful is because of him. And that just bothers me because it's like her relevance and talent are belong to her. It's like with every music artist, everything that they do, no matter what help they get, the main thing putting them in that position is them and their own talents. Yeah. So you can't say, I made her, because you didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing that a lot of male artists do in general, is just like, like Kanye West was like, I made Taylor Swift famous. She was famous I know who, before you. I was about to say, I, I knew who Taylor Swift was before was. I knew who Kanye was. Yeah, so. yeah. I was, a, I was like, back then, like, I'm not as big of a fan of Taylor Swift anymore, just because, but, like, her first two, like, three or four albums, oh, yeah. I was on my guitar. That. I was all yes. That was my, like, like, elementary school, like, I'm yes. going to boohoo to a song, I'm going to play a Taylor oh, yeah. Swift album, and I'm going to get my cries out. Like, yeah. I <laughs> literally, like, watched that... Like, I watched when it happened, and I looked at my mom, and I was like, who is that? Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is having a problem, too, right now with, like, Scooter Braun yeah. and, and acting like he owns her, and he owns her music, and he made her famous. And it's like, why do men think that they, like, why do men just think they own women? Because they don't. They don't. That's a good question. Why do y'all? <laughs> Every man If you want to email me at bfclevenger at bsu.edu and let me know. <laughs> Let me know. You might get some interesting emails. I hope so. Um, but a feature idea. Ti's <laughs> wife. Well, I don't know if they're still married. Tiny Miss Tiny has spoke out. Finally, or kind of spoke out. I guess someone commented, "Is Deja okay? We care." And she responded with four rolling eye emojis under the comment. We don't know if she's rolling her eyes at the people asking or if they're mm-hmm. at her husband. Yeah, but I'm like. But we are worried about your child because this yeah. isn't problematic. It's mm-hmm. abusive. Yeah, because it's that's o- what I was gonna say. Especially if he's like, l- like lurking over her like this. Especially because like 
since he's so heavily in the music industry, we know he has money. And we know that's probably part of it. What's funny is, like, to this so extreme... Like, trying to, like, keep yeah. her... Mm-hmm. To, you're fine <laughs> to this ex- like to this extreme i never saw it coming but i knew he was that overprotective dad stereotype because his other stepdaughter was in a band called oh omg girls mm-hmm. and they have it was not the best of bands um, but my little my sister and my dad so i really liked the band at the time um i think they broke up by now um but there's a music video called um where the boys at Mm-hmm. And, like, in the beginning, the little brother hands T.I.'s in the music video, gives him the phone. He's like, Deja's been texting, or maybe it is this girl. I don't know. Been texting boys. And, like, he hunts her down and spies on her throughout the day while she's at an amusement park with, like, her friends and, like, this boy. And at the end, they're at a bonfire, like, dancing. And, like, he not only reprimands his, like, obviously it's scripted, but mm-hmm. also he had to be okay with doing this. Yeah. Reprimands his daughter and her friends. Yeah. He's like, why are you gyrating? Get in that car. It's like... They wouldn't have had that idea to make the music video if that wasn't the life that they already lived. Yeah, like, you know? I'm like... Like, it had to come from somewhere. Also, this is, like, a little bit off topic, but this reminds me... I don't know why I didn't think about this, but The Incredibles does that. Do y'all remember when, like, at the end of the second movie, she's going, like, on a date with Tony Reidinger? Yes. And they, like, drop them off and stuff. And they're in... The, yeah. And they're in the car. And then, like, she also was supposed to go on the date, like, earlier in the movie. And her dad's talking to her, like... And she keeps trying to say, like, I'll be back at 10. And then... Or he says, like, be back at 10. And then she's, like, 11. And then he's, like, 9.30. And he's, like, you have to be back at this time. And, like, you can you can give your kids, like, a curfew or whatever. That's fine. But it's, like, Jack-Jack can be out in the backyard fighting a raccoon and you're just chill with it. You applauded him. He's a baby. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Jack, I don't know. Jack-Jack kind of scares me. I think I'd applaud him, too. I'd be like, he might <laughs> turn into like a demon child. Him, he might, like... Okay, that's fair, but if we're looking at this from non a non-demon child perspective, <laughs> yes, you were happy that your baby son was outside fighting a raccoon in the middle of the Your night. daughter has to be back hours. at a very specific time from a movie. A movie. A movie yeah. that ends at a certain time. And like yeah. the thing is, if the movie sometimes you go to the movie theater and you're like, oh, the movie's this long, so it should be done here. But, and then the ads are so long, and you don't know the ads are gonna be that long, and you sit there for like forty five minutes, like, oh, when does the movie actually start? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because yes. that's happened to me before. One time I went on a date in high school, and I got back like thirty minutes late, and my parents were like texting me, and they were like, "Is everything okay?" Because I wasn't home, and I was like, "Yeah, everything's okay. The movie's just still not over." And they were like, "Oh." And they, 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 like, weren't mad at me because they were, like, pretty lenient about yeah. that. But it was still just, like, you don't know. You don't know, know what's going to mm-hmm. You could get stuck. You could be you going to, like, somewhere. Traffic. You can get stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could be, like, something could happen. A tire blows. Yeah. Or, you know, traffic, construction. You could get sick. You could get sick. Maybe the popcorn was bad. You, you don't know. You're at a restaurant in the... And it's, like, a two-hours long wait, and you are going to wait there. I don't recommend doing that, but... But, like, if you decided to... Yeah, like, you're not going to get home when you say you get home. Yeah, exactly. You're waiting. I understand it 
in a sense of being like, hey, be home at this time. And if you're not going to text, because my parents would say like, here's your curfew. But if something happens and you're going to stay out later, let me know. how my mom was. I mean, I wasn't especially like now, like I will say my mom is a little overprotective of me. (laughs) I'm for a long time. It was just me and her. I'm her oldest child, kind of her first. Mm -hmm. And what Mm -hmm. decisions she was making at my age were not as good decision Mm -hmm. but like even like her being overprotective of me a little overbearing it's okay even though i'm an adult she's like i'd like you home then but if something happens and you can't get home just text me let me know Mm -hmm. where you're at what's going on and i'm fine and it's like that's always how my mom was but my dad i know he does this to my little sister because she lives with him but like i don't because clearly like i'm a grown woman i live on my own but like he'll text her still sometimes and like even if so my little keep in mind my little sister just turned 18 yeah so she's like she's an adult like she technically speaking can do what she wants yes and like even if she gets like permission from her mom and everything well her that sounds weird side note her mom is not my mom (laughs) because that sounded weird but even if she gets permission from her mom and she's like i'm gonna go and do this thing and like her mom's like cool whatever like stay the night at her boyfriend's house whatever my dad sometimes will call her Let's say it's like eleven twenty, and he's like, "You need to be home at eleven thirty, or you're in trouble." I'm taking away your phone. I'm taking away your car keys. I'm taking away this and that, and like, especially like putting restrictions like that on her, yeah, that are like literally just not even like doable. And that makes me wonder if that's kind of how Ti is acting with his daughter, Probably. like doing because it's like if he ridiculous stuff like if that. If she's somewhere that's an eleven minute drive away, mm-hmm. even if she's on her way home, when yeah. she gets that text, she can't get there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. And infuriates me. It's something I've always questioned. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm like, I don't understand. I get being. We do live in a <laughs> live in a society. Anyway, we live in a society. Um, <laughs> but it is it is very dangerous for girls. Yeah, and dangerous for boys as well. Yeah. in the world, I get being protective of your mm-hmm. kids. And there's nothing wrong with like. I don't think there's anything wrong with being like. I want you home before it gets dark out because it's kind of dangerous. Yeah. Or like, oh, like, take, like, my parents gave me pepper spray. Yeah. And they were like, you can't leave the house without this. Yeah. Or text me when you leave, when Mm -hmm. you get there, text me, like, if you go to a different location, text, like, my mom's Mm -hmm. like that. She's like, if you're going somewhere else, text me that way. If something happens to you, Mm -hmm. I know where to start looking. But there's a major difference between just let me know so that I know where you're at so that... I can make sure you're okay versus if you don't tell me where you're at, you're grounded because I have to know because it's my job because yeah. I'm going to shoot your boyfriend. Like, that. Mm-hmm. Like that's weird. Yeah. You said, I need to know where you are because I'm going to pull up with and my And there's rifle. definitely like, no. a yeah. difference between caring about your child's health and checking to make sure they're not having sex. Yeah, exactly. And that's like... Not my parents' business. Yeah. No. If I go to my mom and I'm like, I have a question about this. Or, like, so, yeah. I'm concerned about this. Mm-hmm. That's fully valid. Like, it's totally fine if you want to, like, be there and, like, mm-hmm. take your kid to the appointment. Yeah. Because, like, I'm that kid that doesn't even like calling to make doctor's appointments yeah. for myself. So I make my mom drive me to appointments, too. So I'm not mm-hmm. alone because things I get really anxious. Yeah. But that's, like, your choice, not yeah. your mom's. Yeah, she didn't... Honestly, she'd be happier if I told her she didn't have to go. Yeah, that's what <laughs> my mom is. I am 20 years old. The last thing that my parents need to know is when I'm having sex, who I'm having sex with. That is my choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. my business. Like, they don't need to know that. And, then like, even when I was younger, like, mm-hmm. 
they didn't need to know that. No. Mm-hmm. As long as, like, as long as you're not going to them and saying, like, I want to ask you this, or I have a health question, or, like, will you make this appointment with me for the doctor? Like, whatever, mm-hmm. because you need to talk about those things. Yeah. Like, that's okay, but just knowing because you need to know and you feel, like, a certain, like... Like, you need to know like, everything about them. ownership over mm-hmm. someone else? No. And I think, like, especially when you know you're not putting that same... Energy into someone else. Into yeah. your yeah. other... Your son or yeah. another child. Yeah. Like, you know a there's parent, a problem. Yeah. I think as a parent, the main thing that they should do when it comes to sex is just teach you how to do it safely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, we're not dumb. Like, kids have sex all the time. I literally, the first time I heard of, like, and I'm not saying this is, like, cool because we were children, but, like, the first time I heard of people having sex is when I was in, like, the sixth grade. You know, yeah. like, young kids. And, like, you know, that's just... At the moment in time, the culture of like middle school, high school, we know that people are doing that. So we why do we want to send? Them, why do we want to send them in blind? Yeah, exactly. Because that's why like teen pregnancy rates get so high. STD or STI, excuse me, rates get so high, and like all of that. Like there's, it's scientifically proven that if you go to a high school and you have a sex ed class, it's like this is how to have safe sex. Yeah, there is less, less pregnancies pregnancy. than abs abstinence high school. Um, yeah, exactly. My mom was always afraid to actually sit down and have a talk with me. It made her uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But to show me that I did not want to get pregnant, I got to watch her favorite show with her, which is Teen Mom and 16 Teen and Pregnant. Mom. And so she's <laughs> like, used to watch she's Mom. like, this is what you're like. Like, if you decide to make those choices and get pregnant, this is how life is. Because yeah. now they all have really nice houses and stuff. But in the beginning... It was a struggle. That's true. And they only have Listen, nice they're making the big MTV bucks yeah. now. So yeah, exactly. So like, and it made me like when I was I was like, Mm-mm, nope, nope, don't want kids Not right now. Yeah, nope. exactly. I still don't want kids. Mm. I don't either. And I'm like, twenty one. And it's it's also a thing where it's like having sex doesn't mean I want to have kids. No. Yeah. And so like I hate how. And this is this is probably off topic, but I hate how sex ed is like. And when you have a baby, it's like this. Like, just tell me how to not have one, right? Because that's like, my why choice. are you putting that responsibility on me? If I change my mind, I change my mind. Yeah. But don't imply that I have to change my yeah, mind. Yeah, but it's not up to anybody else, you know. But that's not an overprotective dad thing. That's just a qualm that I have. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but it also still can play into the overprotective dad thing because there's still also kind of that idea with a lot of overprotective dads of, like, you better not get pregnant because, like, I'm not taking care of this kid or, like, whatever. Or if you get pregnant, you're kicked out, blah, 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 all of that stuff. So it still plays into it. Like, yeah. the idea of actually teaching people, you know, sex ed, teaching them what they need to know, actually keeping them safe from things instead of being, like, like just overprotective because you can – it still plays into it, so mm-hmm. that's a good point. It's... Oh, I just... And, like, I'm sure somewhere on the internet, I haven't seen it, men are praising T.I., and they're like, oh... Oh, yeah, no, I've seen it. Oh, yeah. They're There's, like, that is what we should do. And I'm like, no, no, no. There were they're a ton like, of... That's like, a great idea. Have y'all seen that video? No. Of, <laughs> he's like a viner. He's like, that's a great idea. That's not a good idea. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, that is like every single other man at T.I., because they're like, oh, yeah, we own women. That's a great I idea. I saw a bunch of, like, men tweeting and being like, I'm going to do this with my daughter when she and turns like, 16. I would cut you. If my dad took me to the gynecologist be, the day after my 16th I, birthday. I would sign like, the papers. Where's your hymen? I'd be like, where's your right to know, sir? <laughs> Show and me. I would be like, and I would definitely not sign. I'd be like, don't 
sign this. No, I'm not signing that. There's also just another issue I have is some women don't have a hymen. No. When they are born. Some of them, and some of them break when they're kids. Yeah. I knew someone who, like, had an accident when she was a kid, and, like, Mm -hmm. it's gone. And, like, here's the thing. There are so many things, too, like we said before, that can break it. Like, I know, like, for example, I don't know, something like riding a bike, if you do horseback riding, that's a thing. I'm if a com- you, like, I'm, I'm do gymnastics. competitive horseback riding. Yeah. Like. You can use a tampon yeah. and it can break. Yeah. It's like, sorry for having a period. What do <laughs> you want from me? Like, my thing, one thing that I have a concern about is if T.I.'s daughter's hymen is broken or gone, what's he going to do? Yeah. yeah. Like, is he just going like, to be what's like, his plan? oh, well, now I know she had sex. Or is this, because to me it sounds like, He's holding her to the standard of you can't have sex ever. Yeah. And so when she does, if he takes her to the gynecologist again and they're like, oh, yeah, like this happened. Is he going to like beat her? Yeah. Or like, is he going to like scream at her? Like what is he's going to do something negative because he's made it. He brags that it's like he was like, as of her 18th birthday, she still is a virgin. And it's like. If she wants to be a virgin right now, then that's awesome because it's her choice when she does decides to not have sex or to have sex. And also, virginity's fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do that's the big tease. <laughs> it doesn't like because at the end of the day, the person you have sex with the first time does not hold a higher place than the person you have sex like, with the next time or the time after that. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that people don't change, but he has been arrested for assault before. Yeah. It was a long time ago, but after you throw that. But, like, mm-hmm. we don't, like... We don't know. That doesn't, like, that just means that, like, it could still be on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cards are still there that that's a potential that he can mm-hmm. do it again. Yeah. And he was actually, no. In 2018, he was arrested outside the gated community where he lives for misdemeanor charges of simple assault, disorderly conduct, and public drunkenness. That was recent enough that, like, it's still mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah, and do. that's, like, scary. Like, he has a... I think he has a toddler. Mm-hmm. Like, a little girl. Yeah. Someone please check on his kids, and I'm not even saying that as a joke. No. Like, that's I scary. want to like, make sure from... they're okay. And he's, like, bragged about his son having sex. Mm-hmm. And that's gross. That's it gross. is. Not so. even, like, no matter how old his kid is, like... That's just gross. You don't brag yeah. about your kid having sex in general. You shouldn't brag about yourself having sex just because that's, like, a personal... Th- I mean, if you want to, go ahead. But, like, but like, don't... But it's especially weird to be like, oh, yeah. And also, my son, yeah, he be doing this. He like, be getting it. Like, stop it. Like That's uncomfortable for everyone If your son involved. wants to brag about like, it, I guess fine. that's fine. It's, but it's, still, it's like, his life. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like moral of the story here is, like... Mind your business. Yeah. Like, mind your business. You don't need to insert... Like, I'm sorry, to everyone out there, there's not a single person who needs to insert themselves into a woman's sex life. The only... her business. In my opinion, the only people who deserve to know about... Your sex life is mm-hmm. you, you and the person, the person you're having sex, sex with. with. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you need to disclose like other things to your partner about past things, like that's a different. Then that's, that's a yeah, that's different, different story, and but, that's your choice. Yes, but exactly. But even then, like, like that's it. Like, if there's like an issue and you need to disclose that, yeah. that's important. But if there's not an issue, you don't. You, need they it. don't. Uh, you don't owe them don't anything. Owe them. No. And you definitely don't owe it to your parents yeah. to tell them. They don't yeah. have any. They, I'm pretty sure, just for anyone out here who might be, for all I know, I, I doubt this is common, but I, 
pray it is not. And I pray it's not. <laughs> but just in case, no one can force you to legally sign documentation mm-hmm. giving away your That's medical... That's literally like, the point of the documentation. Yeah. Just say, no, I'm not signing it. Yeah. And they can't make you. So, like, if mm-hmm. someone's going through it, they can't make you. Yeah. yeah. That's coercion. And I'm pretty sure you could probably get arrested for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're, like, scared, like... And, like, he's trying to, like, pressure, or someone's trying to pressure you. You can tell your doctor. You literally just don't want him to know. Like, Yeah. Your doc- doctors can make up, like, lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to protect you. Yeah. Because if you say, I don't want them to know, they can be like, well, technically we can't tell you. Even if they, like, yeah. there's no documentation, we can't tell you. Because... Like I like I think they can lie. I'm I could be wrong. But I like, mean I think as long as they're not lying I to can't, the patient. I can't see a reason that a doctor can't go. She doesn't want this person to know because they might be abusive. So I'm going to say something that's not true to yeah. protect them. Because that just sounds like something that makes sense. Like it's <laughs> gonna be really kind of interesting to see how this all like in the next. Because I'm sure more things are gonna yeah maybe come out maybe if she, anything she's probably I can see her just being like I have cut all ties with my father that she might come out and like mm-hmm. be like this is what my life's like yeah like so it'll be interesting to kind of follow this and you know this might be a two parter episode maybe That's something true. else will happen and we follow can discuss up. that because you know we if talk anybody about actually pop does culture email me yeah <laughs> we can they want to fight <laughs> but. I just think it's important that, like, we society stops saying, dads, you need to be like this with your daughter. Cause <laughs> yeah. Dads, you need to own your daughter. It's no, you weird. Don't. It's uncomfortable. It can cause self-esteem and mental issues to your yeah. child. Because, mm-hmm. like, just think, like, if you're showing these overprotective qualities, she's like, oh, and this is my dad. She might go look for a mate that's mm-hmm. like that. And that well, can be dangerous. Or if, like... If your dad's like, oh, you can't be in a relationship, and you start dating someone, and act, they happen to be, like, abusive, you now don't have your dad to go, hey, no. I need help in this situation. Because he's going to be like, oh, I lied. You have you. a boyfriend? Like, and yeah. I told you not to date, yeah. and this is what happened. And then, and then, and if it's, like, your first relationship, you're going to think you, like, your yeah. dad's right. That sets the standard for it. Yeah. yeah. And now every relationship you have after that is going to be like, they're going to abuse me unless my dad likes them. Mm-hmm. And your dad might like guys that are awful for you. And yeah. so it just sets you up for a life of awful. So it's like, just, like, let your kid make their decisions. Mm-hmm. Do what makes you happy at the end of the day, I guess. Like, don't let your parents disrupt your relationships. Mm-hmm. Don't. Unless, like, you're missing total red flags, and mm-hmm. then I, I give parents permission. And- and there's also a difference of being like, hey, sweetie. You need to see this. The like, person you're dating treats you bad. Yeah. Versus, well, you can't date anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, let's end this. Let's yeah. just end this stereotype. Like, let's, it's like a stereotype. It's a trope. It's something, like, that gets made fun of on television. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's a sign that it needs to end. Like, yeah. it's, it, it's played its role. It's done. I do think, like, with how many people are like, T.I., this is nasty and weird. It is bringing this trope out more, and yeah. more people are being like, wait a minute, oh, this yeah, is nasty weird. and weird. Yeah, they're like, wait a second. 
So maybe like, this will be a catalyst to make yeah. this stop, which would be awesome. Not awesome for his daughter. No, but awesome I for wish like, he never had to go through this. Yeah. <laughs> and better yet, your dad fully admitting to it on on uh, a podcast, which I would like to say both those podcast hosts have issued apologies because mm-hmm. they were like, this may, we're sorry for how we reacted after he said that. We had no clue he was going to say that, and it made us uncomfortable. We didn't know well, what to say. It's not their fault. It's not their they fault. They shouldn't, I mean. They, I get why the issue. I understand. Yeah, I was gonna say I understand why they would say like we didn't really know how to react. Yeah, but like it's also not their fault. It's not their fault. He said something outlandish and gross, and that no one would say that was a good idea. Because I was Mm -hmm. if I was like on that podcast, and he said I'd look at him and be like, "What?" I feel like I would have to play along and be like, "That's cool," because I'd be so overwhelmed with confusion that I would I would have to like pause the podcast and be like, "Give me an hour to process what you just said." And we can come back. We'll come back. And then they'd be like, "Ashley, are you you," like he was on here and like Ashley, you you got to finish the coven." You gotta finish talking. I'd be like, like, I'm sorry, I can't. I, I can't. I don't even know what to respond to that right now. My brain now. said, ow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? T.I., cut it out. Oh, yeah. Also, like I said before, if anyone has thoughts, feel free to email me. <laughs> I was being serious. <laughs> I'm gonna say this in the most professional way that oh, I God. physically can. T.I., if you wanna throw hands in the parking lot, let me know. <laughs> All right. We do not officially officially sponsor that. This no. is a Sam opinion, not a bite opinion. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> um, not all of Sam's opinions a reflect bite. bite. Also, we don't fight people. We don't fight people. <laughs> We're a peaceful organization. We do think T.I. is wrong, though. We, well, everyone I, on we, this podcast. We in this room do not stand T.I. No. <laughs> We don't know about anyone else's yeah, opinion. Yeah. We can't speak for anyone but else. I think we can but I think genuinely assume that Bite says no to T.I. Yes, hopefully. Hopefully. We have a stamp of disapproval on T.I. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this has been another magical episode of The Coven. I don't know if we can call it magical, though, because it was kind of a disgusting topic. Um, but this is your host, Ashley, the warrior witch, and joining me today was... Bailey. And Sam. All right. Um, make sure to check us out on SoundCloud, on social media, we're bites everywhere. We have our own website. It's fun. Um, Bite BSU. Um, Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, and Snapchat. And Snapchat. Again, we're on like everything. Here we are. Uh-huh. We don't have a TikTok though. No. One day, we'll get a TikTok. Let's one not. Day. <laughs> um, check out our other podcast, our reviews, our features, and all the other good stuff. And join us next week for another magical episode of the Coven.